about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. So we reign in life because of the grace that is at work in our lives. Hallelujah. Welcome to 2018. Such a wonderful year. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, every day of your life, you must keep declaring the fact that you walk in great grace. Hallelujah. Prophecies are not just given. They are supposed to be used for warfare. So Paul said to Timothy that my son Timothy, according to the prophecies that have gone ahead of you, that you may wage a good warfare by them. So, you keep speaking. Hallelujah. You have received the word that you've taken into the year and you must keep declaring the word every day. You should say it as many as hundred times in a day that I'm a man of great grace. I'm a woman of great grace. Hallelujah. The force, the spiritual force is activated by your words. Hallelujah. And it's like that in all realms of the spirits. Even in the demonic realm also. Everything has to be activated by words. But the word of God is an eternal word. Hallelujah. When you open the scriptures and you see a word there, you put it in your mouth. You are releasing life everlasting into being. And something begins to happen. Because the Bible says all things were made by him. Without him was nothing made that was made. That's the word. Hebrews 11 says that he upholds all things by the word of his power. Hallelujah. And the Bible declares that the things that are visible were not made for visible things. Things that are visible were made from the word. For they were spoken for by the word of God. Hebrews 11 to say, by faith we have, been know, we have been made to know that this word was framed by the words of God. We frame future. We frame destiny by the words of God also. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the purpose of the Bible. That's why Hebrews 13 says that he has said so that you can see. The Bible is not just for reading. As we read, we begin to speak. We read, we meditate on the word. When the word gets into our spirit, it begins to come out of our mouth. God's word is a two-edged sword. One edge is, has been spoken by God. So the Bible says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. But for it to be settled in your life, you have to speak it yourself. That's why it's a two-edged sword. One edge is in heaven. The other edge is on earth. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound away. So, if this equation works every now and then, a part is in heaven. A part on earth. When God declares a word of prophecy, it is settled in heaven. For it to be settled in your, li- settled in your life, you have to say it also. Can you shout with absolute conviction? I'm a man of great grace. I'm a man of great grace. Somebody shout, Amen. <laughs> Oh, God bless you. Take your seat. Thank you, choir. Let me put your hands together for them one more time. They are wonderful. Hallelujah. Every Sunday, angels want to listen to them. Hallelujah. Please praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says that cast not therefore away your confidence, which has a great recompense of reward. Cast not away therefore your confidence. You must not allow your confidence level to go down. This is why some of us live an atmosphere of praise always. It's not that we don't see challenges. We see, but we don't give attention to them. 
Are you following me? The Bible says for a light affliction. It is called a light affliction. No matter how big it is, it is called a light affliction. Once you allow your confidence level to come down, you are depriving yourself of the reward that you should walk in. So nothing should break your joy. Hallelujah. Paul said, interestingly, he was in the prison and he was writing to free men. And he said, I say unto you, rejoice and rejoice again. A man that didn't know whether Roman Empire would behead him or not. Eventually, you know, Paul was tied to four chariots and they ran into four different directions. So Apostle Paul died by being torn apart into pieces. But as he was waiting for his execution, he was still saying, I say unto you, rejoice. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because our hope is not in this world only. The Bible says if our hope is in this world, we have all men most miserable. First Corinthians 15, 19. If our hope is in this world alone, we have all men most miserable. Our hope is not here alone. Hallelujah. If you don't rejoice in anything that you are saved and that you are in Christ, it's enough for a party every day. Glory to God. <laughs> but thank God that we are blessed people. Thank God that we will reign on earth. Thank God that we have dominion over sickness, over poverty, over this life. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It would have been good enough to have been on our way to heaven. But thank God, God added some benefits even here on earth. So the psalmist said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He will heal all your diseases. He's part of his benefits. Shout amen. amen. There are many people sitting here this morning. You will never be sick another day of your life again. Amen. Shout a louder amen. amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's look at that our team again. Acts chapter 4 verse 33. We spoke about Ruth and Naomi in first service. And the reason, hear this word from heaven. Listen, most of the things that will happen in 2018, believer, this is not just for this ch church only, to Christians across the globe, there is something about the Spirit of God saying that God... Well, I, I wasn't surprised when Pastor Michael was saying that uh, this 2018, pastors will unite like never before. All these fights and bye-bites and everything will go. There is something God is doing in 2018 with relationship. And he told me that we should start this new year on that note to explain to people, talk to people. There are codes in the spirit. There are codes that when you know, you cannot exactly with your human mind fathom how God works. But if you understand the ways of God, like he made known to Moses' ways and his eyes to the children of Israel. Those who are spiritual, those, those, who are, those who are spiritual are not supposed to only know the acts of God. They are supposed to know the ways of God. When you know the ways of God, you will understand the acts of God. For his acts are found in his ways. Hallelujah. But the Bible says he made known his way to Moses. That means there is this modus operandi. There is a way God works. And when God begins to give out promises, then saints must understand how promises get transferred from being a promise to becoming a reality. And one of the ways, you must understand the concept of relationship. So, where we read this in the night... Uh, that's Acts chapter 4 verse 33 what the Bible says that and with great uh, miracles and signs the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord and great grace God gave all this what was upon them now verse 34 as a result of that look at what happened and the Bible says neither was there any among them that lacked I believe God for this scripture none of us will lack whether spiritual knowledge finance, health none of us will lack the first church, the church Jerusalem, God there. The Bible said nobody laughed for as many 
as were possessors of land or houses sold them. This message, I don't want to get tired of myself today. Another day, maybe from next Sunday, we start getting to understanding the fact that by a prophet, God brought Israel out of Egypt. God is in the business of sending men. Mm. If God wants to feed the hungry, if he has found you, he has fed them. Christians must begin to understand you are, an, you are the body that God is using on earth. The Bible declares clearly, John chapter 4, God is a spirit and he will remain a spirit forever. He is not a physical being. But he has physical being on earth that is called the church. That's why the church is called the body of Christ. So whatever Christ wants to do, he does through you. In a vision that a young man saw, I almost got to this on Wednesday. You know, as they were journeying with Jesus in a part of heaven, Jesus showed him the poor. And he told him that I have done everything to provide for their needs. He said, but the greed of men will not let it saturate. That's why many people be held responsible in heaven for many things. And rulers and those who are in position should hear this. I'm going to do it. Am I right along that line? So for every blood that is spilling in Nigeria, those who give their consent to it, those who look the other way and allow people to be killing people, their families will never be free of the blood of the people that they are spilling. It's not a cause. Jesus said so. He said from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zachariah that died between the porch and the altar, it will be required of this generation. And those who keep quiet, those who went to Ojota to demonstrate them and are quiet now, I feel sorry for them. We must not let our sentiment rule us. Every government that is corrupt, we should stand against. Not select one and leave the other one. I hear explanations now. It annoys me, maybe to write today. I don't write on political stuff. I write doctrines and some other things on Facebook. But I was provoked at what I, the word I see people now dodging. Ah, no, you see, it's people around him. Where were the people around him when they declared war against IPOB? Where were the people around him? Operation, all kinds of oppression. But there's no oppression against those who are killing people. No oppression. Operation, look the other way. It's not my. Uh, let's not <laughs> let's not get into that. But I, I call on all pastors deliberately. All those tight debates. I didn't get into it on Facebook. I never said a word about tight. Those who came out to debate tight. This is a stronger issue than tight. Lives are important. The most fundamental of all rights is life to life, right to live. And these people are dying because they are Nigerians. If those guys are dying anywhere to live any other place, they will still be alive today. God didn't kill them. It was not their time. Man killed them. Can kill the bear, not God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I'm not afraid to say, if somebody seeking re-election is looking this way, when he gets re-elected and there's nothing at stake here, what shall happen? Think about it very well. I'm not in any party. I don't belong to anybody. I'm a servant of God and I hold telling people the truth. Those who are in government should face this thing and hand it quickly. Otherwise, God is not silent and God is not a man and he will not forget. Babies being slaughtered, he will not forget. Nobody takes the life of another person and think that your life will go that way. You are digging the grave of your next generation. And there's no religion in the world that doesn't tell people the grave consequences of killing someone else. God gives someone a life, you are taking it for whatever reason. Hallelujah. 
Let me not get angry this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? Is, is somebody with me? Honestly, I'm not exactly very upset with God. I'm upset with those who so much hype them. And now they are watching this atrocity and they are quiet. Should we be that sentimental? Amen. Amen. Anyway, let's see. Uh, praise the Lord. <laughs> are you with me? You see, what do I mean? I was talking about lack. None of them lack. It is possible. And the concept we must understand is that though we are many, we are one body. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. I stopped at the beginning by saying, may God open our eyes to recognize the true value of the people that are around us. Hallelujah. And this is the prayer that you need to pray so much in 2018. Most things that will happen in your life, they will happen through relationship. Some will open doors for you to the palace. Hallelujah. God will be sending men to now. Many of them might not look like it, except to see through the eye of the Spirit. So for service, we read about Ruth and Naomi. How Naomi, who had lost her two children and her husband, her two sons, was the one that brought Ruth eventually to her inheritance in Israel. And then, I want to look at Abraham and Lot today. Lot did not even understand that the reason why he was working in prosperity was because of Abraham. I see people do this, walk away from relationship and dry up. Hallelujah. Because... Jesus said, or Paul said it this way, when he was talking in 1 Corinthians 11 about communion. The communion he was talking about, yes, he was talking about bread and wine. Beyond bread and wine, he was talking about relationship between Christians. He now said, for this cause, many are sick, many are weak, and some have died. Not discerning the body. When you don't have understanding of the body of Christ, that means you don't fully comprehend the brother that is sitting beside you. I got as far as saying in the first service, that listen to me. When we start praying about who we sit down beside in the church, when you start understanding that there are no accidents in God, that when you sit beside a person, there might be a divine purpose to it. You'll find out that, that you'll start treasuring people if a maid enters your house. And you begin to be like, there is a reason. This is one of the reasons why all the great people who are truly great in Nigeria were taught by some teachers and those teachers can't go and meet them for help now. They respected the one that was carrying first position. Carrying first. It was the best student. And they looked down on the race. Not knowing that the race is not to the swifts. Statistically, the best student does not become the richest after school. So they've looked at some other people. Teachers who rightly invested in people. Look, it is true. Teachers reward is in every boy to be given to them or not. If you undo, there is nothing compared to being, life, being part of the life of a child when it does not appear, when it does not have any form of comeliness. You don't know it's going to become who among them if you treat them well. One of these, she died of HIV. American properties, one girl that was really, really so much into other But in the midst of her madness, I think she still gave some millions of dollars to. She was brought up in an orphanage where they used to beat them anyhow. But there was one, just one foster mother, one, one woman working there, who used to come by here. They asked her, she had the record that she was living with 13 men every day. They asked her that, have you ever felt loved before your life? She said, no. That she now said, hey, the only time that I remember somebody loving me was when that woman called my hair and kissed me when I was young. And she went to look for the woman. And all the money she made, she was always on drugs, she just gave her. Because, I've told you, for God hides precious things in rugged vessels so that covetous people will not see it. 
This is why everyone who comes into your life around you in 2018, treat them with love and respect. It is in these things. It's a code that we must understand. One of the people that will come around you will be the answer to your next level. So let me start by giving them an example for service. You know, that, um, you know, God have mercy on a very uh, nation. You know, I was caught in somewhere um, in Antony. So I was staying with a friend. When the church was starting, I wasn't married then, so I was staying. No, we just left you then, and I just started in NNPC. I just came to Lagos from Kaduna. And then I was staying with a friend in Antony. And then somehow somebody went to, his brother traveled to Dublin and left the flat for him. And all of us were in UI together. So I just finished serving. Now they were serving. So the, himself, myself, and his brother-in-law. So all three of us were staying together. And then... So they went to serve. So technically, I was the only one left in the house. And then church was starting. So we're serving the church. That times will be now, times will be four, times will be three, and times will be one. Where one or two are gathered, you know. <laughs> At Triangle Ikeja. What's there now? Uh, KFC is there. Now, where KFC is Ikeja on that bridge? Up there. That, that, we started from there. So, you know, <laughs> one of those, I don't know, somebody just went to talk to the man about two months into my state or three. Somebody called him in Dublin and said I was bringing all kinds of crowds to the house. And that wasn't true. Forever men of God will live to face allegations. And Somebody just told them that. And the man, so the man called from Dublin and said I should leave his house. So I was preparing and he gave me two weeks that we did two weeks. So I was preparing to leave. Not knowing where to go. They have money to rent the house. But I just believe that, okay, first of all, number one uh, principle in expecting the miracle is that demonstrate, take a step of faith. So I went to meet agent. I need a flat. I need two bedroom flat right now. And I told them, I need a flat that will be ready in less than one week. I, you know, they asked me to register in 1,000. They were interested in my 1,000. I told them for service, in Nigeria, don't be poor. Have you noticed, there is a kind of car you drive. No police can stop you. When they do, it is to say, sir, everything is sir. But there is a kind of car you drive. Even after presenting your order paper, they will look for what you have not presented to catch you. You know what rich people are doing now? There are spy police now. If you don't want to be bothered on the road, get a policeman to see beside you while you are driving. Nobody will bother you. Money answered all things. Hallelujah. Are, are you with me? Amen. <laughs> the day Pastor David had a child and I went to their streets. He came out, he was very upset that day. Myself, my wife, and somebody, the gate man stopped us and he was because we live in the same message. So I just decided to stroll to the streets. And I was wearing Jesus. The guy stopped me and my wife was asking. I said, I said What's the number of the house? I said, I don't know the number, but that from out, it was a see through gate. I said, That's the house. This third house here. The name is Akifewa. And his brother in law was saying, I said, Even his brother in law is saying, And the guy said, No, if you can't tell me the number, you are not going to enter. And he was listening to Fuji music. He was enjoying himself. I know, stay there. So Pastor David had to come out in anger. And then, finally, he, he, he took us in. So the following day, I wanted to drop something for him. Now I carried my car this time around. The same one. I approached the gate. Sir! <laughs> and I wanted to stop to say that. <laughs> but I was just like, there's no point saying anything. When I was talking about it, now this time he didn't, ask me, he didn't ask me where are you going to. He didn't ask me anything. Hallelujah. If they say there is an estate in the street, they are getting the other carry a good car. <laughs> Even if they are if they are principal, they will tell you politely. I, I, excuse me, sir. 
Even poor people oppress poor people. The gate man himself is broke. Oh boy, that when he sees a fellow poor man, that is supposed to have compassion on. That is when his aggro will start. Oh, why do you want to see him? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> These guys carried us round, 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 round. All of them. They were taking me to uncompleted buildings. So the first three, I wasted 3,000. When they got to the fourth one, I entered his office and I told the guy that, don't think, I'm not as gentle as you think. I said, let me explain to you. Now, this time we have three days. I said, I have three days to live where I'm going, where I'm staying. Show me a house that is ready. And I said, three times they've taken me to uncle. If you take me to another one, I won't quote scripture, I will beat you up. <laughs> the guy said, they collected 1,000 and we went to a house that was yet to be plastered. As he was talking, they said in 72 hours they will finish. I just left it there and walked away. I was angry. And I sat down at the house frustrated. And this lady, I mentioned her name first time, but I think I shouldn't mention her name now. She doesn't come to, she goes to Fountain. She was getting close to one of our brothers here. And that's, where is Shola? She just called that, Shola, I want to see you. Honestly, I want to, I want to say that, not now. Because I just came back from that one and I sat down and I was like, oh God. I said, are you at home? I'm around and told her, I just want to come around. And I just said, okay, you can come. And then she came in. And then she was talking all over there. I was talking. I showed her I was quiet. And I was the problem. I said, I just came out. So I told her. She was like, uh-uh. We were just about 11 or 12 in the church then. Remember, I was, in my, I was just a single guy then. And Shola was in the church. And Shola was staying in a five-bedroom flat alone. <laughs> you know, his parents are in the bedroom. So they, they live in the bar now. They, they, so, so that's how they were in the bar. And he collected the key. The grandpa was staying in the house before. Fantastic apartments. Very and divided into two, actually. And he was staying there alone. And ah, so this lady just told me that, ah, Shola comes to your church and he's your friend. I've known Shola since when we're in of Ibadan. Can you imagine? So, not even before church, sir. And he had an apartment, and I had my, so I took my load and put it inside my boot, not knowing where to go next. And they just told me that, ah, Shola comes. So immediately I brought up my father, Shola, is it true? <laughs> he said, honestly, the answer I gave, he said, even I'm tired of staying alone, that is very boring. I said, it's not boring anymore. <laughs> <That we're laughs> so he said, let me call my, so he called him, and mom was like, ah, that's your friend from you, and I let him stay with, and, and that was it. But if I, what of if I told that lady that I don't want to see anybody now? Why, why, why am I sharing this? You see, in, in 20, um, eventually Ruth married Boaz, the richest man in town. Boaz gave back to Obed. Obed gave back to Jesse. Jesse gave back to David. Ruth followed a woman who had nothing to offer. Naomi told her to go back. You are about, she should be about 25 years. Even if I give birth to another child, must you wait for 25 years for him to become 25 when you are 50? And she said, I won't leave you. What is that thing that helps us? Because we believers, we are not covetous. This thing is not about going to sit down in one big man's house or one office where you think promotion doesn't come from where many people think it will come from. Hallelujah. Remember, when David was playing his harp to the ship to hear, he was not the one that called for palace. When the king started saying that I need a person to play, somebody said, I have seen the son of Jesse. The guy must be passing one day and he saw David play. Probably they never spoke. When the king was asking for somebody to play, then he remembered. 
Because these things are done by God. Do you know? The day the uh, uh, porter was about to be re- uh, released from the prison, you know, Joseph wanted to bring in flesh. You can't use human hands to do what diviner can do. Even Joseph nearly made a mistake. He started pleading with the guy. He said, remember me. He said, they are restoring you tomorrow. You know, when he interpreted the dream, he said, tomorrow, Pharaoh will have mercy on you and restore you back. He said, Joe boy, when you get to Pala, remember me. Do you know? Thank God for those who have forgotten you. If that guy had remembered, if he had remembered, the best he would have been would have told Pharaoh that, hey, Josiah, when I was in prison, there was a guy, Mrs. Potiphar lied against him. The best he would have gotten would be set him free. But when you are free and you are broke, you are still broke, you are still bound. The best would have been, oh, Pharaoh would be like, oh, you met him in the prison. He said, yes, sir. He was very nice in the prison. He interpreted my dream. They lied against him. Oh, Pharaoh would just, okay, tell them to set him free. And that would be, and he will come out rejoicing. That is how far man can take you. But that wasn't the, the, the plan of God. When that guy left the prison, God made him to forget. Because everything has divine timing. There are some people you should not meet right now. The meeting won't lead to much. You should meet them when time and chance will clash together. Is somebody following me? So it took two more years because God made that guy to forget because Pharaoh must dream. Without his dream, Joseph would not have dignity. So when the guy dreamt and nobody to interpret, then this guy remembered after two years. Ah! He said there was a guy in the prison. It was God that made him to forget. This is why we don't get angry. I explained something to them on Wednesday. I don't know if I got there on Wednesday. If you remember Jacob fighting with the angel, the Bible says, if you read that passage very well from the beginning, that as soon as his children got separated, the Bible said that and a man appeared wrestling with him in the night. But by morning, the Bible says that an angel changed his name. In the night, night is when you don't have revelation. He thought it was a man fighting him. When you are working in that, you will think men are responsible for your predicament. If you receive the light of him, you will find out that the things that are happening to you, there is God behind it. So, Joseph ended up telling his brother that you meant it for evil, but God. So, and we now read in Psalm 105, the Bible says that he called for famine. He sent a man before them. Joseph, let's read that Psalm 105. He sent a man. I want to show you some of these things you have to understand. You know, the part that got to me most, when I told them in the first service, you know that Ruth never saw any vision. She never saw any trance. But she became the first woman to break that law. There was a law that God himself laid down. That he said a stranger, and in particular, a Moabite, must not enter my tabernacle or my congregation till the tenth generation. But Ruth broke it. Three women played a key role. In Jesus' lineage. Rahab, Ruth, all of them have very bad reputation. That's why Jesus is the savior of all men. He made it that way. Hallelujah. Are you with me? She got into this unusual blessing. Without the voice of an angel, without a vision, without a trance. Some of the greatest things that will happen in your life will not happen because of vision and trance. They will happen in paying attention to simple things like this. The general rule is that God is love. Walk in love every day. Everyone who comes around you, handle them with care and love. Let your yes be yes. When you do a work for somebody, put your best on. Let your signature be that whatever you do, God is in it. Especially the one where no man is watching. Don't seek to impress in time of competition. Be the best in anything they ask you to do. Are you with me? Hallelujah. 
it is still the truth. The truth is that excellence is still the answer to racial discrimination. If people get to know that when you do something, it is real, it is authentic, it is the best, no matter how much PDP jackals they have or anything, they will look for you. When you have a caterer whose food is the best and doesn't disappoint, you don't bring sentiment into those things. The day you want to host your best guest, you will look for the person. That's the truth. Whether you like the person or you don't like the person, the person that can do what you want to, you have to look for the person. So there are many players that coaches don't like, but if they are the best in your team, you have to use them like that. That's what our coach didn't understand. I made him to sell Costa. I should have sold Costa. Some players are very stubborn, you know. You have to manage them. When Balotelli was in Inter Milan with Moino, he was a very stubborn player, but Moino managed it very well. So people are like that. You just have to manage them. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, our team is still the best anyway. It doesn't mean that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh, praise the Lord. When you go to a man's house who claims to carry gun and he has bullets and you still play draw there, of what essence is there gun and bullets? Are you <laughs> Amen. <laughs> when they came to be talk with Dels with bullets I don't know why they give them that name gunners. <laughs> they are gone. <laughs> the Bible says moreover he called for a famine upon the land he break the old staff of bread wow now look at the next thing what does it say you can see that is in capital letter in, in King James that talks about God he sent a man this is talking about Joseph so it was God that sent Joseph but look at the process of descending. His brothers ganged up against him, stripped him of his clothes, and lied to his father that he was dead, and sent him away. But later the Bible is saying that God sent him. God uses both the good, the bad, and the ugly. Nothing can work against a child of God. If it appears to be working, it is because God is in need. It will push you to where you are going. The case of a Christian is like releasing a flood against a sheep. You are just wasting your time. The flood will carry the sheep. The sheep has no value. It will move without the flood. When the flood comes, it carries the sheep. That is the way we are. Opposition can bring us that. It brings the best out of us. Hallelujah. Everywhere churches have been persecuted for the best of the church will match. False doctrines and ephemeralities will disappear. We become true worshippers and we win more souls. You know, we combine jamborees and many things. When there's persecution, we draw what is real for what is not real. While we draw what is not real for what is real, we become more serious. Because they said concerning the Hebrew women, they reported back to Pharaoh. They said, the more we persecuted them, the more they were multiplying. It's the case of believers. Are you, are you hearing me? But look, he sent a man. He sent a man. You must understand the workings of God. So in this 28, I want you to pay attention to this. So nobody lacked in that church because they had understanding of relationships. Oh, men and brethren, you must not make this a year where you just come to church after time you are the first to disappear. Get to meet people, get to love people. He has put solitary in families. God works with families. It's important. He works through relationships. I can give you several examples. And it's going to send a lot of people your way this year. Amen. One day, my uncle had a meeting. He had a meeting with some of his friends and they came and one of them was talking very wealthy man 
He said in this Lagos state, he said they, are, they were talking about one area they were, when they were coming. So, he, so they were asking him that, I think they started by asking him that, ah, they, they do miss the road, they do get it, I got it with this. He now said, how can I miss this road? So they passed it to place around Yaba also. And he said in this Yaba, he said there was no corner I did not sell orange, carrying orange on my head. He said my father dropped, uh, the mother died and then the stepmom took over. They are, our children will sit there watching TV. She will put orange on this guy and may, she will make him sell around town. And as he was talking, my uncle asked him, said, what about those children now? They all depend on him right now. Hallelujah. Our light affliction is just for a while. If that woman knew that this guy would become this, thank God for those who are on there. When were you? It was one lady that told me. She was like the sixth born. She told me that the first born didn't come from their mom. That the father sent the mom, mother of that one out, but the girl. So when her mom came, she told me. Because I asked her one day, ah, you are the fifth born, your firstborn. If I mention the name, everybody will know. She said, Your firstborn is a billionaire. And you are suffering like this in you. I said, Actually, she tries to help you. She said, But there's a limit to which what, uh, I can ask her. She said, Shall I to be very honest? My mom dealt with her when we we're growing up. But today, she said, my mom can't go and ask her for anything again. She has one of the finest houses in VI. Because her husband, if I mention the husband's name now, she didn't know. Bitter with broomstick and all those things in the kitchen and everything. Not knowing. But finally, the father sent away the mom also. And then this lady was able to go abroad to study. She did law. Abroad came back, became very wealthy and everything. And now... She has so much money. She gives to her, but the relationship, like, you know, you know, when you have a brother or a sister who is a brother, you cannot, you go around and you are being careful because of what your mom did. You saw it when your mom was beating her blue black, not knowing that something will come out of this. Relationships are important. Every time you meet somebody, value the people that you are meeting. He just told me to hammer on this because it will happen severally this year. People will be made by God to pass through you. How are you going to handle them? Hallelujah. Amen. Because in the midst of those things, every promotion, every progress is a conversation away from you. Somebody has seen you also who will talk to the king about you one day and say, I've seen the son of you, but may that person not see the other side of you that will stay with them. If we are conscious of these things, we will not be running into Satan looking for somebody to but You will just take everything God brings you away, you do it with love, and find God promoting you by Himself. People will discover more and more in 2018. Running from mountain to mountain to pray will not help people. All God is saying is that walk in love, walk in the Spirit, walk in love, walk in the Spirit, walk in love. I want to close with this. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 7. We said this on Wednesday. And this is why one of the most important prayers you should pray is that, Lord, show me my people. This is a very powerful scripture. You know, this is Moses talking, you know. Thank God for Moses. Judah received double blessing. He was blessed in Genesis 49 by Jacob, his father. Now, Moses is blessing him here also. God used Moses to correct something. You know, Reuben slept with his father's wife. And the father was waiting. They had some, <laughs> some I don't know, some funny fathers in those days. He saw that his firstborn slept with one of his cuckoo by. He didn't say anything for many years. 
When he was about to die, he called all his children to bless them. So Reuben came. Ah, Jacob sat down. He said, Reuben, 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 you are my firstborn, the excellence of my, my Genesis 49, of my strength. He said, you shall not excel. In Africa, you hear the sound, bam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> the way the story started, Reuben, the excellence, he was first ailing him. The, the, my might, my strength, my firstborn. Gen, 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 gen. Thou shalt not excel. <laughs> and Reuben was like, oh my God. He said, because you went to your father's bed. Ah! <laughs> it was your Reuben I dealt with. He dealt with Simon and Levi also. Levi and Simon were violent men. You know, when their sister Dina was raped, they went to the city and killed all the men in the city. What anger? They killed everybody. And Jacob looked at them and said, you didn't get this from me. He said, may God scatter you in Israel. That's what he said to them. He said, cause be their anger. He said, in the anger they slew men. And all of them, those were the first three. Oh, they, they walked out of the father's room, they left like this. You know, men of those days, they amazed me. Nowadays, when you know that you're about to be called, then don't go there. Run away on that day. You don't need to hear the curse. <laughs> you know, but they stayed there and the man was pronouncing those things on them. People had respect in those days. So why they but he got to Judah and he started blessing. But God in his mercy. A man calls them, a man must reverse it also. A man brought fall on man. Jesus had to come also. So Moses came in Genesis in Deuteronomy chapter thirty three and he looked, it was stood before the old tribe. And he looked at Reuben. He said, Let Reuben live and let his men not be few. That cap on his head that you shall not exert was removed by Moses. Moses carried a stronger anointing than Jacob, so he reversed the course. He looked and said, You guy, you have been struggling. He said, Let his men not be few. That means from today, Reuben, expansion starts. And he blessed Levi also, because Moses said, Well, from the tribe of Levi. And he blessed Simon. But then he gave Judah double blessing. But look at how Joseph. Okay, you are giving me what he said about them. So this is how he blessed. Levi. But let's go to Judah chapter 7, verse 7. I want to say something very important from our close. He said, and this is the blessing of Judah. He said, Hear, Lord, the voice of Judah. And what is the next thing? Shout it together. Doesn't this look strange? A prayer. Isn't that a strange prayer? Twelve brothers stood before you are praying for one and you are asking that God should bring him to his people. So where has he been before? You spoke about, if you read from the beginning, it started with Reuben. You spoke to number one, spoke to number two, spoke to number three. You got to number four, Judah. And you said, Lord, bring him to his people. He has always been with his people. But you see, Moses was speaking something very deep. It's a prayer that we all have to pray. In order to advance in life, I mean, that kind of advancement that is not common, flying. You have to be in the midst of your people. For every vision, for every assignment, there are people, your people. If you don't meet your people, you won't be able to do what you should do. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. David was in the wilderness. As some people left town to go and meet him. His people. 400 men. Later they became 600. Those were the guys. His people. When they came back to, the ta- to town, they became the strongest army on earth. Some of them were in source army. They retired from there and came to join a man whose future was not certain. 
in 2018, may God give you your people. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you know that there are CEOs who have traced their success to one staff? One faithful staff that you can depend on. Who changes the whole game? One staff. And will not betray. That one you can pay anything to retain. And I'm also praying that God will make you that one to someone. Amen. Someone's heart, someone is blessed, but his heart is crying for faithful men, loyal men. And they are not around. What will make this woman that I told you one time, who was driving, God told this man to be preaching every day. Those who make public early morning cry. In VI, you would think nobody was here and he was preaching. And this woman stopped one day. The guy was talking about God will judge all those who walk on that and steal their money. And the madam stopped. Ah. And she brought the guy to come and lead a devotion with her entire staff. I'm sure they must have stolen all her money. The woman. And when the guy finished that money devotion, she gave the man 20 million dollar checks. Money cry. See, God is everywhere. You can't fathom God. You start belittling God when you start going to those who think the Bible says war to those who make a man their help. Once you start calculating that this is the man that can help me, the hand of God is removed. But if you depend on God, He will bring things will work and come and everybody you want to meet, they are just about seven people away from you. He has a way. In this same country we have seen it happened in my state, Ogu State. The then governor going for a campaign and they were moving from one town to another and he became pressed in a place that was a remote area. And they had to stop in a kind of house that looked a little good in that place to hit himself in that man's house. And he became the governor. Everybody was going to win anyway already. And he got to that man's house. Can I use your toilet? And the man said, why not? All the cars park outside. So you got, no matter the kind of car you drive, if you are pressed, you are pressed. If you are pressed, you will press brake and calm down. That's what I was long time ago from when I was in school. Traveling, no food. I said inside the plane. Traveling on road, no food. Until getting there. I can't I can't bring that myself low to be begging driver to stop. I've seen a beautiful woman begging before. At first the thing was not serious. She was doing a call. And there were two guys in the car. They knew what was wrong with her. They were laughing. One of them said that very soon she will manifest. And when he he said, Driver, you know, she was called, he said, Driver, stop, stop, stop. And one of the guys, <laughs> God forgive those guys, very bad guys. One of them said, Driver, no, they said they kidnapped in this area. Why are we stopping? <laughs> they wanted her to say the reason. She said, Stop. And everybody and you know, said, Edda Luma just asked that it's true. Man, why are you asking the driver to stop? She didn't want to say that I want to. And everybody in the boss said, Except to say, Why are we stopping? Then after a while, she managed to say, I'm pressed. Say, hey, that's it now. <laughs> I know I feel bad about something. Who doesn't go to the toilet? But you know, if you want to. <laughs> Hallelujah. Stopped and entered this guy's toilet. And then, when he came out, he just told the guy, This is my card, this is my number. I told him, Come and see me. So, so that guy went to see me, and that was it. A relationship with the governor, and just like that, an agent made sure he was pressed, passing through that man's house. God is a miracle worker, and you are going to see the hand of God like never before this year. Yeah. Just let your soul rest in Him and let Him work out. Yours is to pray and trust. God will do what He wants to do. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
But I'm calling on everybody to pay attention to every relationship around you. If you are working with a boss, be faithful. Remember you are a child of God. You cannot steal. You can't get to office 9 o'clock and write 7 on a sheet. These are things that believers should get rid of. Christians do this. We are not Nigerian Christians. We are sons of God. Amen. Hallelujah. If they ask you to resume a social study, resume at that time. It is not the job you do forever. Something is going to come from it. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? This is very, very important. One of the few times that I saw security men, the same estate, like four days ago, they got so gentle. Because a man came down to talk to them. His friend came to see him and he was driving and they stopped him and they wouldn't let him go. And the friend, the military officer, he, he, I had to come out to beg him. He told me, he said, sir, mark my words. Tomorrow morning I'm coming with soldier. They will carry these boys and be, sir, I will lock them up and their parents will look for them. He now said, those who put you on the gate to be insulting people will not be there when you are dealing with. I know that's the truth. Some job when they said you use common sense. At the front of my estate, one DSS, they were coming. Order from the president and the security guy stopped there. You cannot enter, you don't have sticker. Oh God. All let me sue. They came out, they put him down, and they were using guns to hit his head. And this old guy was begging them. By the time they finished with the guy, his own hand there. If I wanted the SS guy was cocking his people were begging him. That don't kill this guy. He said, let's kill him. So they said they were taking him to, his, to their office. So the guy tied himself to the gate. Because they told him, if they carry you out of this place, they will kill you. <laughs> and when people came later in the afternoon, they saw what happened. Some other very uh, top shots in the they say, were asking him that, ah, ah. when we asked you to stand at the gate, not to tell DSS. <laughs> I go, go later here. You, you should use common sense now. <laughs> These ones will kill you and nothing will happen. Why, why are you... This man came down, he told them, he told those boys. So when the was working, so his friend came and said, I don't use soldiers. So I begged, I said, please, don't send soldiers tomorrow. I said, please. Then his friend was talking to them. Very rich man. And he said, You guys, you talk anyhow to people because you have not seen that there's dignity in this job. He said, I was one time a security man in London. He said, From there I went to school. That if you have a vision and you know that this is a stepping stone, you will not be transferring this aggression on people. You won't be doing this. He said, you've done it to me before. I refuse to answer. He said, but my friend is not patient like me. He will beat you up. He said, but well, there's something about you guys truly. You see anybody, you insult anybody. That must it be that. Your security job is not the most to, you know, be in a town. Oh, there's a way you tell someone that you cannot. And tell me, go back. I won't pay the man. Was like, he came down. It's about 50 years. So I said, wait. And this boy is like 20 something. He said, is it me you are talking to? He said, you are an idiot. And he told that you too, you are an idiot. Ah. A soldier man. He said, You are 20 something and 50. You call me an idiot. He said, No problem. He said, I will leave my car here. We we're begging the guy. When they now saw, they saw some signs so that this guy would do exactly what he said. Then they started begging. <laughs> Till he left, he was still saying, He said, Sir, you beg me. He said, But I need to. He said, Even just a little lesson. <laughs> that let us awake some things in them that <laughs> you don't do this. <laughs> and I said, look, those who put you here will not be, they won't deliver you. Maybe after today they come for you. When they would have beaten you very well, they'll give you money for Lucozin. <laughs> Amen. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Is someone blessed today? 2018 is a great year. The great grace is on you. Many of you will have things, it will be very easy. 
Because grace is at work. Amen. You will reign in this life by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You will walk in grace. Amen. I said this first time and I'm saying it again. There are people here all through this year for the rest of your life. You will never be sick another day of your life. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I see people giving birth with ease. Amen. I see people getting jobs with ease. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Grace is at work. Things that have been added are picking up. Amen. Sorrows are disappearing from family. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. I see fruitfulness. I see beautiful marriages. I see godly homes. I see godly children rising up. For all the mistakes of 2017, grace is covering you. Amen. You will not reap the result of your mistake. Because in Christ Jesus, our past is forgiven. Mercy will speak for you. Let's rise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.